to a different type, an all-new, all-different mini-episode of Matt and Brett Love Comics. Spectacular yeah. mini-sode. Yeah. All-new, all-different. Uh, astonishing mini-sode. Spectacular. Sensational. Sensational. Mini-sode. Uh, incredible mini-sode. Uncanny. Let's, just, let's do this for a long time. It's an invincible mini-sode. Irredeemable. Irredeemable. Uh, uh, this is not just my voice. You also hear Matt. Hello! Hey. Yeah, we're both here now. Yeah, so um, we're going to discuss... Uh, the next pick that you gotta check out and read so you can understand the next episode. But we're also gonna make a special announcement after that about a bonus episode that you're gonna be jazzed about. Yeah, you will be jazzed. If not, we will come to your house and make you jazzed. We will jazz you up. We will. Do, we will ja- I will jazz you up. <laughs> I will. I will push you up against the wall and I will jazz you up and down. <laughs> That's the worst. That's, that's another worst verb. That is a... Jazz. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna jazz you. Brett and I were talking on Gchat earlier this week and uh, brought up the word, the verb beef. Oh, beef. You gotta beef up these minisodes. Gotta beef up these minisodes. Beef is pr- a pretty terrible yeah. verb. Yeah. It's awesome now. I yeah, love yeah. beef. Yeah, beef's delicious. Beef is great. Yeah. I even like Taco Bell beef. I'm not... Ooh. That's... Uh, you have to use air quotes oh, when yeah. you say Taco Bell beef because it's... Duh. Um, I don't... <laughs> uh, our pick <laughs> for the next episode. That was an amazing tangent. Uh, yeah, it was. Our pick for the next episode uh, is going to be a com- comic book from the 80s. We're branching. We're hopping back. This is the first non-90s pick. Yes. Yeah, this is the first non-90s pick. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been 90s. So yeah. right now we're going 80s. 1984. Uh, a little ditty about Sam and Rain and Danny. Called New Mutants, uh, the Demon Bear Saga, issues 18 through 20, as well as 21, Slumber Party. Um, this is known mostly for being Bill Sienkiewicz taking over New Mutants and being like, yeah, these kids can be a little bit weirder. They, you yeah. know, they can be crazy. Yeah, yeah, and if, you, uh, if you're a listener who has the ability to do so, I encourage you to check out the issue before. Yes. If you can get your hands on it, just to, just to kind of familiarize yourself with what a completely... Uh, just what a sea change the yeah. the art was from one issue to the other, and it's especially interesting because uh, I was flipping through uh, issue seventeen, and the last two panels foreshadow the demon bear, yeah. and the way that and Tom Mandrake and Sal Buscema draw the uh, previous issue, and it's great. It's great, solid superhero we storytelling. Are pro them, yeah, they're awesome. Uh, however, the way that they uh, show the demon bear. The way that Bill Sienkiewicz shows the demon, he draws the demon bear is it's like this... It's a giant, weird, kind of... Triangular? Triangular, like, thing of black mess with, like, these giant silver, like, claw fingers. Yeah, yeah. And a very stylized, like, red eyes and, like... Yeah, I I imagine that whenever I see that, that it makes a noise... Like, it only makes one noise out loud and it's something like... <laughs> or yeah, it's like the weird like. Yes, yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the thing that's in every trailer for everything since inception. It, yeah, it it, it, is, it makes the bomb noise, guys. Uh, but when you look at how Tom Mandrake and Sal Buscema had drawn their interpretation of the demon bear, it's just it, this like smoke it, cloud oh, that looks half like a honey badger. It's, oh, that sounds uh, cute. <laughs> you know, well, is like, new moons aren't cute anymore, I'm gonna fuck these kids up. Yeah. Because uh, Bill Sienkiewicz at the time, I my history with Bill Sienkiewicz is in the early 90s when I had just started, got into the X-Men in 93, 
did not know anything about anything that came before it, but sure. I started getting the 94 Fleer cards. No, 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 it was Marvel Masterpieces Series 2, when they were like, no, Joe Jusco, we're going to get everyone to paint these. Yeah. And Bill Sienkiewicz did some of them. He specifically did the Nightcrawler card, and I remember Nightcrawler was like one of my first favorite characters, and I was like, opened up all the packs, like, can't wait to get to the Nightcrawler card. It's going to be awesome. I love the Joe Jusco one from the first Marvel Masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. And I get to Bill Sienkiewicz's, did he draw it? Uh... I know he did, yeah, but it's like this weird, angular, like, thing. Yeah. Um, or he did Wolverine, too. See, now I'm, now I'm gonna, now I'm worried that I'm mentioning an artist that didn't. I know, Bill Sienkiewicz did the 94 Fleer X-Men Ultra one. I know that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is, I'm happy. Was Marvel Masterpiece, I'm trying to remember if Marvel Masterpieces 2 was the Hildebrandt Brothers. No, that was 3. Okay. Hildebrandt was 3. Uh, like, 2 had, like... Uh, uh, Julie Bell did a couple of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Boris Vallejo. Did Boris a Vallejo, the, the uh, husband and wife. Yeah. And I'm not now. I'm now. I'm not sure if I could just go into my bedroom and get my training cards and confirm. But I know Bill Sienkiewicz did a couple of them for Marvel Masterpieces Two, and then he did the ones in X Men Fleer Ultra, and I was like, this is awful. It's too abstract. It's creepy looking. I want yeah. my heroes look it's like too either. spooky. I don't like this. It's too spooky, Mom. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, so I, that was like I, I associated Bill Sienkiewicz with. Gross, scary, made sure. me think I didn't like it. Uh, but now as an adult, I'm like, those are great cards. And also his art is amazing. His yeah. run on New Mutants is uh, mind-blowing. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of bummed that we're not going to read the Warlock issues. Because that's when uh, he actually like would scan it. Not scan, I guess take photographs of circuit boards. Yeah. And incorporate them into the art. Yeah. It's crazy that he was doing that kind of stuff in 1984 when no other comic book looked like that. Yeah, he his art is his art is definitely an acquired taste similar to uh like I think um uh Ashley Wood sort yeah. of has a similar style. It's very so, oh, very man, acquired. I'm so mad about Ashley Wood drawing on Candy X-Men number 400. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so mad about that. He did draw that, right? He yeah, did. Yeah. He did. I, I, I well, there were a bunch of different artists in that. Like, yeah. Eddie Campbell did... Uh, it was it was a lot of offbeat artists that yep. you would never see. I'm so mad, because Uncanny number 300 was one of the first comic books I bought. Uncanny uh, was, like, my jam. I love Uncanny 300. Yep. And I was like... And as a kid, I was like, I can't wait till 400 comes out. Yeah. 400 comes out. And that was, like, 2001. So I was, like, a yep. senior in high school, I think. Yep. And I was already, like, pissed at the X-Men, because, like, Grant Morrison was making orgy jokes about multiple men and calling Cannonball Jet-Ass. <laughs> as a traditional X-Men fan, I was not a fan of that. <laughs> uh, and I hated everything that Joe Casey was doing within Churchill. Like, I hated all Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. I was very... I was very off on the X-Men. So when 400 came out and it was drawn by all these weird people and I don't yeah. remember anything about it except that I was like, I hate this. I just yep. wanted a hologram cover. <laughs> Why isn't this not Chromium? Uh, but Nightcrawler was in it, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, Nightcrawler is the... Nightcrawler and Wolverine are the only X-Men that have been in every single 100th issue of Uncanny. Really? Because Nightcrawler came back for 300. He did. That's the, right. The period when he wasn't on X-Men. He was in he Excalibur, yeah. For 300. And he had... He was in 500. I'm sure he was because that he was a, he was alive then. Oh it yes, was the big San no, he totally was. So he yeah, he totally been. was. Um, yeah, well, well, Sinkevich for me, Sinkevich, I had picked up uh, some of this New Mutants run, and I was at the time, you know, he was on it until like 85, so I would have been like around five, four yeah. or five years old, and I was terrified yeah. of it. it. Gave me nightmares, and and then for years I was very, uh, I was. Uh, 
not necessarily turned off by his art, but it was very different. And we were speaking about Sal Buscema being the artist on New Mutants right before this. Uh, I'm being, like, huge Spider-Man fan. Yeah. Uh, Sal Buscema with Bill Sienkiewicz on inks during the Clone Saga on Spectacular Spider-Man was... Uh, and, and he just... Uh, it was Sal Buscema doing um, breakdowns or... Or loose pencils, and then Sinkevich just going crazy with an ink line yeah. over it, and just dirtying up this, uh, dirtying up and darkening this this uh, very traditional superhero that's art that, that. Sinkevich was doing. Have you ever seen any I of that? I've seen that. Oh, I have to. I have to show you some I of did. that. It's uh, it's very interesting. I saw. I think it was Klaus Jansen inking Terry Dodson. Oh wow! Uh, I bet X-Men, that is interesting. X Men Chronicles. Yeah. When, uh, during Age of Apocalypse, when X Men Unlimited became X Men Chronicles for two issues. Oh yeah, and yeah. The um the main story, which is the how the Scarlet Witch died in the Age of Apocalypse, is that we are like Terry Dots and be inked by it's either like Lee Weeks or Klaus Jansen. I'm pretty sure it's Klaus. That makes and sense. Like, and it's like because Terry Dotson is a very like round, crisp yeah. art, and then. Klaus Jansen is known for like working with. Did he work? We were with Frank Miller. Like, yes, he was like Daredevil. Frank that was Miller. his. Like, yeah, that was like the first big yeah. project. That, that was, was like, like his... those don't match, but it's very interesting. Yeah, um, I also love Sinkevich at the time. Marvel did all these like house ads uh, for their books, and there's one that he drew of the New Mutants for this time, advertising. I guess him coming on. Yeah, and it's like what is it like? They don't call them babies anymore, and it's like this uh, underlit team shot of all of them like looking menacing down at the at the reader and I was like that's so cool yeah um, and I cannot imagine this is the thing like I wish the internet was around in the mid 80s so we could see the artifacts of like people freaking out like what are you doing about oh, yeah. mutants what uh, is this I gotta like, say I gotta say uh, as as we were reading this I uh, very disappointed when I went back and looked at the mailbag uh, the first thing that I did was oh, I yeah. jumped that's to the, the mailbag for slumber party and I thought yeah. well they'll be like three issues behind so they'll be catching yeah. up the demon bear but the letters column was so far behind that they weren't anywhere near it yet and I really want to see what the letters column said about him coming on the letters columns that whole that whole aspect of comic books is great because I my my uncanny X-Men omnibus they reprint all the letters pages they like do like nice color corrections for all the issues but then have the do they really from the issues and people writing about Wolverine and how much they hate him is yeah. the funniest thing in the world. It's so it's, it's like, so guys, funny. Just hold on, because you're if you hate him now, just wait. You're either gonna love him or you're gonna quit reading comic books because you're not gonna be able to escape him. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't change. Like though, those sort of behavior patterns yeah. in in like fandom never change. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like it's kind of like oh the thing I was wanting to say is um uh I love Jay Lee. As yeah. a kid, um, because we're gonna read this at some point. But X Factor number eighty four, oh. where the Executioner song, where X Factor has to arrest X Force, yes, is one of my most perfect issues of all time. I've written many essays about how awesome it is. It's so uh, good, and like, yeah, it makes me. It almost makes me upset that Peter David quit writing X Factor because of the continual crossovers. Because Peter David is one of the only writers in existence. That could take editorial mandates and make them amazing. I would argue Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning as well. Yeah, They're yeah, really yeah, good yeah. at that too. Um, but I, I love and seeing like some Kevin Zara is like, oh, Jay Lee, especially during that execution song run on X Factor, is just doing Sinkevich. Oh yeah. And maybe is Jay Lee's entire career just doing Sinkevich? Well kinda? well not he has a lot he has a lot tighter style now. It's a lot more painterly and looks yeah. more uh yeah. it looks a lot more like fine art. Yes. Now, uh, but I don't know if you ever read, because I was a fan of Jay Lee as well, and I followed him to Hellshock. 
at Image. Oh, Image. Yeah, it was his self. Uh, he was part of that second wave of Image creators yeah. that showed up. Uh, he went over there with Keith, uh, at the same time Keith Giffen, Dale Keown. Um, who, well, Larry Stroman went over oh, at that yeah. time as well. See, as someone who only was aware of Marvel Comics from the years 1993 to 2011, I don't know. Ah! Uh, no, <laughs> earlier, I don't know. I read Hush, so like 2003. Yeah, for like the first four years that Brett and I were friends, he refused to believe <laughs> that anything else I was telling him that were comic yeah. books were actually real. Yeah. He was like, stop doing bits. You know, it's like Marvel comics the only thing. I don't know about this Batman. Why did he make these Batman movies? And they yeah. call it comic books, but this is not really a comic book. I don't know what this is. Uh, so like, from my perspective, I was like, wait, these people just disappeared. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. that's where they went. So I was like, Jay Lee, and like, where did Larry Stroman go? He just yeah, yeah. Well, technically, Larry Stroman did kind of disappear yeah. because Tribe came out for like, I think two or three issues. Was after X Factor, and then yeah, he left. He left, left X Factor to start Tribe. They did Tribe for like Ooh. two or three issues, and then uh, and then I think they even took it away from Image and did it for two issues on their own imprint. And then he did not do any interiors of a comic for Ever? I think like t- at least ten years. I think his first major book pack. Is that it? Well, before that, he did. Uh, he did the he did a uh, Black Panther Civil War annual, didn't oh, okay. he? He didn't he did something for Black Panther or in like 2005, I think. And that was his first like interiors yeah. since then. That's like people the people disappeared as far as I was concerned. Yeah. It's also weird cuz like I started reading right after the Image Exodus cuz like my definitive like Kubrick Capullo Casada like the like, Yo, yeah. The, Replace like Brandon Peterson, like all the replacement artists are who yeah. I jumped in on. See, it's it's so funny, and we we <laughs> always Brett and I have always had this uh, uh, back and forth about that era because I was I'm a few years older, and I was in <laughs> I I got way into X Men when Jim Lee was drawing on Canny, yeah. and then they brought Wills Portacio on to X Factor, and so I was there when all of these image artists were on those books, yeah. and then they left, and the replacement art. All great, but I was infuriated. It's, it's a lot of change. Yeah. It is a lot of change. Because I knew... Really quickly. And at the time, I was reading Wizard all the time, and I was super excited about them talking about this Executioner song oh, yeah. uh, crossover that was coming up. And they, that all the artists were talking about how they had these big things coming up and these crossovers were happening. I was like, oh, all this great art. I can't wait. Yeah. And then they all left. As it was being planned. Yeah. Like that summer. I can't imagine what Executioner song drawn by Jim Lee Protasio. And that's all I thought. That was all I could think as Executioner song was coming out. And I was, you know, like 12 at the time. And I was furious. Let's. We are all thankful, going back to our old book club episode, that Greg Capullo took over oh, Rob Liefeld. Oh, yeah. In hindsight. Yeah. In, in hindsight. hindsight. Like, Kubert, like Andy Kubert at the time, not an upgrade from Jim Lee. At all. I think, like, Andy Kubert definitely grew into his own, but he definitely grew yeah, yeah. into his own over his, like, five years drawing X-Men. Well, it was, it was a tough act to follow. Yeah. Like, Jim Jim Lee was... I don't think... Like, I still love Jim Lee art. I don't think anything gets better than one through five. Yeah. Because, uh, honestly, even that cover to issue five where Omega Red and Wolverine are tearing each other up, and it's, yeah, like, yeah. that close-up yeah. in the... Oh, like, get out of town. The I mean, man, just oh, keep so talking good. about 90s X-Men, because this is what our new minisodes are all going to be about. <laughs> just warning you. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Please actually do tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> when I, I went through, and because I, I was reading all the entire X-Men universe from, like, my omnibus, like, Giant Says X-Men number one on, starting in, like, 2005 or 2006 when I got it for my birthday. 
Uh, and I, when I finally got to that period, the Claremont Lee, like, team uniform period, like, yeah. 275-ish, I guess it was more like 270. No, it was, uh, it was 275, um, because, uh... It, like, because, like, re- when we're reading it all in context and order, it gets really sluggish, like, those 20 issues where, like, they all have amnesia, and they're all, like, oh, split across everywhere, yeah. and there's, like, the Muir Island X-Men for a little bit, and it's yep. like, what is this? It's so, that when Claremont and Lee come together give us an actual, like, awesome team in uniforms. Even to further solidify, no, we're doing a team again. They're all wearing uniforms. Yeah. And they do, like, 275 is almost as fun as X-Men number one. Like, it is such a romp of just, like, amazing, like, these are two creators that are just loving it. Yeah. Like, loving what they're doing. And I love the status quo that I came in on, but, like, so much of me is like, man, I really wish that it would have been that roster with that creative team for another 12 issues. Oh, yeah. That was so good. It was I agree. So short. It was so brief. Mm-hmm. It should have been a lot longer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Bill Sienkiewicz. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. It, it, it is interesting how, looking back, what you're, what, you know, because comics are such a visual medium, it is interesting to see how, what your perception of art was at the time yeah. and then going back and looking at it. Because, I mean, we were young. We were young when we picked these up and... You know, being able to look back and actually appreciate Sienkiewicz's art now in a way that I couldn't before. And he's the definitive... He somehow is like... he. I feel like he and Brett Blevins are my definitive New Mutants artists. Oh, totally, probably. yeah. I mean, Liefeld, yeah, but I kind of... I, I associate everything with Liefeld joining New Mutants as just X-Force prequel. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like the prequel trilogy. Of yeah, X-Force. and that, no, and it's, it's totally... It definitely it's definitely what it is. They, um... I, I think that that's very fair. They both had very long runs on there. I, I would I would even put uh, uh, Jackson Geis in there as well. Yeah, he did the middle, like yeah. After he was between he was between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, that's Butch Geis, right? Yes, it's the same person. Yes, and he is currently kicking ass on Winter Soldier. Yes, colored by Betty Brightweiser, and it is one of the best looking books. I just I love the artistry. That's why I keep coming back to comics. Yeah, I'm really excited about talking about these issues of New Mutants because they are crazy. Yeah, I can't um, wait for you guys. If you haven't seen them yet and you're going to check them out to uh, to sort of follow along with the next episode, wait till you see sort of the the way that the way that Sinkevich will interpret a script yeah. and make the and warp the art to service the script in ways that are just fascinating. Uh, and, and again, if you go back and read some of those other issues. And you'll see that sort of '80s house style. Okay. Just the the way it's just uh, like a, a, a just a, a freight train yes. slamming into this concept it's a of new mutants. Train it's wonderful of, of purpose and reason for existing. Yeah, new mutants up to that point was floundering. It, I mean, it's like Excalibur oh, yeah. without Alan Davis level floundering. Oh I yeah, because they start off strong, two issue arc fighting the Sentinels, awesome. Then they go into the I. Who's scaring Stevie is one of my least favorite stories of all time. Oh where yeah, fight a guy who's giving prank calls to Stevie Hunter and threatening her, and they like track him down. And then they do like six or more issues in Nova Roma, which is just yeah. Chris Claremont just you know. It just seemed like it. It almost uh, seems like going back and looking at those that they got excited about launching a second title, and then they did it, and then they just yeah, they just kind of didn't know what to do, which is something that still happens today. Yeah, but it's like I feel like. They should have just launched it and immediately started it with, like, a six-issue opening arc and then Demon Bear. Like, that's all you need. That would have been great, um, yeah. And the great thing is, think, thanks to Marvel's very uh, aggressive reprint campaign, you can now find this in New Mutants Classic, I believe, volume number three, which will have, you know, the great color reproduction 
Yeah. Um, it's not not like recolored, but just like it just looks gorgeous on like crystal white paper instead of like gr- now it's grainy aged yellow paper. Yeah, yeah. And they, um, they do go back and they sort of separate the colors where there was bleeding yeah. and it wasn't it's intentional. Nice. And yeah. Uh, and also they always have the uh, the covers to those re- reprints I love because they actually do recolor the covers yeah. for the trades. Mm-hmm. And it's the Slumber Party cover and it's just like, it's just gorgeous. It's just beautiful. Um, so definitely like get that, buy that because it should yeah. be in your collection. Yeah, uh, and buy it through our Amazon store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, another thing, another thing that's uh, that was really interesting to me about it was, uh, you know, for a guy who is uh, is as generous with dialogue as Chris Claremont is, it oh, was. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, surprisingly restrained. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of silent panels that yep. let the art speak, and it's oh, it's really. It's like Paul Smith. It's like Claremont and Smith. Yeah. Now there are that. a lot of caption boxes in this. Mm-hmm. There are a ton. Uh, Cannibal does reveal that he is nine vulnerable while blasting a lot. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, enjoy it. We have uh, Nicole be on the episode as well as a special guest. Very so funny. That's, yeah, that's one great. surprise. Yeah. The other surprise we have, we can start talking about our special surprise. Yeah. So, uh, so much in the same way that we're sort of branching out with these mini episodes now, we're going to try to be doing some experimental episodes as well. We'll try to be doing these throughout the summer. We'll see how they work. Our very first one, um, as you guys know, as this is released on There's Wednesday, a little movie coming out. Uh, the Avengers. Oh, see, I was trying. I was like, I wish I'd researched what other movies were coming out that Friday, so I could do that bait and switch joke. That's uh, hilarious. Yes. Anyway, that's, yeah. Continue. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so Avengers is coming out. Uh, Brett and I and several of our friends have a ridiculous amount of our friends have tickets to we the midnight screening. Yeah. And you guys, this isn't a special thing. You probably have tickets to a midnight yeah. screening too. So to we're going to be uploading a special episode on Friday. Uh, uh, that is go- that we will be we're going to review the movie immediately after we see it. We're going to record a special episode with as many of our friends as want to sit down at a diner table with us. It may be a shit show. We don't know. It we don't know what be. it's going to be like. And it's going to be us talking at like three in the morning. Uh, but we will be putting the episode up on Friday by noon. By, by noon. noon. By yep. noon Eastern. We'll make that promise. Yeah, we want to be. We want to be out there. We want to be out there in front. Um, so uh, so we're really excited about that. I can uh, already predict if, uh, okay, I'm going to predict this. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be yeah. perfect. I, this is, oh, see, this is Phantom Menace level expectation. I have not into, I've not gone into a movie expecting it to be perfect since Phantom Menace. <laughs> and we know how that turned out. No, I, Every, well, to be yeah, fair, as everyone freshman, expected Phantom yeah. Menace to be perfect because of the level of hype yeah. that there was. Yeah. There's, I don't, I still don't think like there's a lot of hype for Avengers, but I do, I, I legitimately do not think that we will ever see the level of hype <laughs> yeah. and marketing, cultural, and, hype. And cultural hype, hype for for a film yeah. the way that we did with Star Wars because. It got me. It bought me. I had all of those KFC like collector's cups. Yeah, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, had all of them. Just the oh. flat sort of reaction to that film afterwards. I loved it was. It I was a freshman in high school, and so my experience with Phantom Menace was totally different. I saw it five times in the theater, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and it wasn't until, and then I, I was also. Man, I was also an active member of the Phantom Menace AOL message board. Oh. So part of my job on there was to, like, defend it from the haters. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, I was, yeah. like, not tolerating no hating. Hey, you know uh, who else loved it? Harry Knowles. Yeah. Harry Knowles from Ain't It Cool loved that movie. And he was, an movie. And he was hell of an adult. Yeah. And 
he is a guy who likes to put himself at the forefront of of taste and, and oh, movie man. fandom and oh boy. Now let's be honest, like I don't like fandomness anymore. It took me until those like uh those red letter or whatever document YouTube series came out where that guy like dismantled the it Phantom Menace scene. reviews the ten part oh god yeah, it was so good it. that was perfect but like Avengers I not as much cultural hype me hype inside of me hype surpassing Phantom Menace because yeah. to me it has five awesome movies leading up to it well it actually does have a lot of cultural hype to be fair, Avengers does. Yeah, uh, they're saying it's uh, if if you follow if you follow movie reviews and sort of movie tracking and stuff like that, they have uh, they call it uh, a movie that appeals to everyone that everyone is interested in. It's called a four quadrant movie, Ooh. and it's tracking in all four quadrants, oh, which means like That's teenagers, great. adults, uh, uh, people that are going out on dates, Ooh. and females only. I think is like I I'm pulling those out of my ass, but I okay. think that that's, that's sort great. of. Like what it is, but everyone, it seems like everyone is excited to see this movie. Joss Whedon has not let me down, ever. No. Uh, We're going to do Astonishing X-Men at some point, and when we do that, I will basically just give you the pages on which I cried, because (laughs) I cried at least once an issue, because Joss Whedon nailed it so hard. Oh, Colossus Uh, running through Kitty, and her going intangible, yeah. The thing... Joss Whedon is flawless. Um, yeah, Joss Whedon. I think Joss Whedon's going to knock this shit out of the park. And also, like, just hearing all the... It's already been seen by a shit ton of people, which yeah. I feel like is a good sign. I, I, So I'm expecting that at this theoretical diner or sidewalk or wherever, I'm going to be speechless or crying and maybe, possibly, yelling at anyone who hates it. Yep. Like, like full-on taking their dislike of the Avengers movie as a personal insult because yeah, that's yeah. how I roll. So it could be crazy. I might. It, I'm nervous. You may be a mess. I'm nervous, or it could be awful. In which case, I'll be a different type of mess. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I am. I am super, super fired up for this movie. And I, and I'll be honest. Even seven months ago, I wasn't as excited as I am now. I was more excited, and I'm still fired up to see Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, but but the everything that I'm reading coming out of it. And everything that I'm seeing and just the snippets of dialogue that I've seen are are all the type of things that I said whenever I said to myself whenever they announced Joss Whedon as the writer and director, oh, if he did like if they let Joss Whedon do, do Joss, Joss Whedon. Whedon stuff. Yeah. And and then the first moments, thing guys. There's gonna like, be so many yeah. moments. There's gonna be so many moments in this movie. Yeah. So I'm gonna be a mess after the Avengers. Yeah. If if the Avengers trailer that played after the end of Captain America after the credits, yeah, the secret thing, uh, where I was screaming at the top of my oh, you texted theater. me. You texted me the moment you left the theater, and you were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Yeah, I was, and I wasn't the only one screaming. Also, I feel kind of like, are we exactly what the movie producers want? Yeah, we're just playing right in their hands. Oh yeah, we 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 they've like. They're manipulating us, and we're yeah. like, yeah, we're fine. But you know what? Yeah, that's the thing, though. <laughs> so if like you if you bring a certain caliber of talent to the table, and you respect them and allow them to do what they do yes. best, then yeah, sucker, sucker me all the way and have all of my monies. Yeah, have yeah. all of the monies ever. Yeah, like I'll take. Now, you can let me let me mortgage a house. Let me buy a house so I can mortgage it to give you more uh, monies because yeah, that's what I want. I want to. I want to be invested. Yeah, I want to be invested care. every time. I want to know that you guys care too. Yeah. Um, now, when you say, "Hey, Brian Singer, we're not going to wait for you to finish Superman Returns. We'll just get Brett Ratner to do it." Yeah. That's when I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
So yeah, we're going to do an Avengers mini. Who knows how long it'll be. Yeah, well, I think it'll probably be a regular-sized episode. Yeah. Uh, but that'll be coming out on Friday, so look for that in a couple of days. Or if it's Friday already and you're behind on uh, listening oh, to our episodes, then it'll be out today. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so before we say goodbye, we want to say thank you to... People who have done the things that we've asked them to. Uh, like, so many people. There, there have been a lot of people that have already been nice enough to like our Facebook page, give us some shout-outs on iTunes, say hi to us on Twitter. And, you know, we joke around about it on the show, but we, it really does mean a lot that you guys are listening and that you're interacting with us. Yes. Because if it, weren't for, if it weren't for you guys and if it weren't for our wonderful friends agreeing to have our nerdery thrust upon them, there yeah. would be no show. Because for years, this show was just Brett and I getting drunk and, yeah, and uh, alienating ourselves from the rest of our social gatherings while we talked about comics. At the creek. Uh, yeah. At everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So now we're just putting that to use. So we want to thank you. We'll start with, uh, we have one iTunes review. It is by, do you know how to pronounce it? Oh, yeah. That's, you know that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Giannis1172. Yes. Um, he is, uh, uh, he said some really great stuff about us on iTunes. Um, five star review. Five star review. Five star. Uh, you, I, uh, we will accept four and five star reviews. So if you want to write a four or five star review, go write it. Yeah, yeah. And write if, you, it. if you want to give us a one to three star review, don't write the review, but tweet it at us. Yeah. Because I still want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it first. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it before we make it permanent. Come yeah, on. Yeah, guys. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we also have, we've had a couple of people on Twitter talk at us. Uh, at Martin Berthelow. It's Canadian. I yeah. So, but I know maybe it's birth a lot. Yeah, it it's be? it's spelled it's spelled like birth e lot, like b e r t h e l o t. Uh but thank you so much for saying hello to us on Twitter. Also, thank you to Ghost of Side 3. That is Ghost of Side and the number 3. Uh and and uh and yeah, you guys are you guys are good dudes. We really appreciate uh we really appreciate the shout out. Yay. Uh and also uh Facebook. I've been saying to like us on Facebook and we've been getting a lot of likes. So I'll just start reading a bunch of names. There's a lot of names. Yeah. Uh, well, not like yeah, a lot. Should Let's... we should we put a music bed under? Yes, music bed now. Kim Ferguson, Ben Regib, Asa, Geeky Freak Wheatley, Maris Wicks, Rebecca Eisenberg, Joe Stanton, Jake Wallace, Sebastian Deccan. It's funny because that's my boyfriend and I yeah. can't pronounce his name. <laughs> well, you know, keep the bit going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on game. <clears throat> Jason Childress. Curtis Rutherford. Benjamin Kaboom! Whose real last name is Wilkinson. I just outed you. Oh, no! That was also, why am I antagonizing? I don't know! <laughs> sorry. Uh, Nicole Tacolvi. Darian Childress. Jeremy Trotter. Hilary Wilkes. Mary Yampietro. Laurel Randolph. And Casey Suska. Yeah! Yay, we got it! Yeah, so, thank you guys for liking us on Facebook. Yeah, um, we if, really appreciate it. If you like us on Facebook or tweet at us on Twitter, which is a thing that I say a lot, tweet at us on Twitter. Uh-huh. Or uh, what's the other thing? leave us an iTunes review. We'll give you a shout out because thank you. Got anybody that is listening that uh, hasn't uh, liked us on Facebook yet or shouted us out at Twitter or left an iTunes review, please feel free to do so. Uh, we'll shout it out. If you have any questions, comments about past episodes, yeah, we'll we'll do a mailbag. I yeah. love le- I love the letters columns yeah. in comic books. That was my. Come up, we could even come up come up with a name for it too. Yeah, like in the old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll uh, we'll think up a prize if yeah. uh, if you uh, if you come up with a Did name for our mailbag. Wall of my own personal comic book collection, saying, "Yeah, we'll come up with a prize." Guys, guys, uh, no. I have some. I I have some. Uh, I can knock Brett out, yeah. and he has a formidable comic book collection. I have uh, every issue of Uncanny X Men from number one twenty seven on. I will give you a copy of an issue of one. Ca- no. I don't know where I'll get it. No. no. <laughs> We'll think of something. We'll think of something uh, because, uh, because yeah, I think that would be fun. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so, yeah, check us out this coming Friday for our Avengers bonus sode. And then, uh, and then check us out next, next week. week. And we're talking about New Mutants number 18 through 21. Uh, Demon Bear Saga and Slumber Party. What, what? As always, you can, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at TheMattLittle, Facebook.com slash TheMattLittle. And I am at Brett White on Twitter. And I will most likely be writing for comic book resources regularly, but it hasn't started yet, so I'm not going to say it with a definitive article. All right. So maybe. Hey, guys. Thank you. And we'll see you uh, later. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, see you, we'll, we'll see you soon on Matt and Brett Love see Comics. You. Bye. <laughs> see you soon.